Welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. Hope you guys are having a great week so far. We have a very, very special guest on today's episode. We're so excited for you guys to hear the episode. We are chatting with a new friend, Helen Hall, the CEO and founder of Blender Bombs. She is amazing. She's super sweet. We got to grab lunch with her before we recorded, and she's seriously so amazing. Her journey and story, even at such a young age, she's even younger than us when we're pretty young, is incredible. And if you guys not have not tried Blender Bombs, wait till you hear the end of the episode for a discount code. Her whole journey, she even has some other brands as well. I don't even know how she does all this, but it's incredible. We hope you guys love the episode and make sure, like we said, stay tuned for the end of the episode where you can find all of her products and a discount code. Okay, so we're here with Helen. We're so excited for you guys to hear her story, her journey, and all of her amazing companies. And we just, not going to lie, we just had a really good lunch. <laughs> and where is the place we went? Chop Shop. Original, so is it good. called Original Chop Shop? Yeah. I think they have some other ones in um, Arizona and... I think, I don't know if it's California, but they have a few in Dallas too. So good. Okay. So we kind of, we were getting to know a little bit of Helen's story, but we're excited to hear the most, I mean, all of it because we heard parts of it. No, we didn't talk about like the news. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to learn something too. So do you want to start off and tell us kind of like about yourself and your story? I know you're younger than us actually, which is. I know, but we're like the same age. Yeah, we're pretty much the same. But <laughs> I feel like it's within five years, we're like the same But it's so yeah, amazing it's like what you've accomplished, I mean, from what I know. Thank so you. I'm excited for you to share. It's funny though, because my fiance is eight years older, and I feel like he's aged me. Like I feel more mature than I am, because he's like forced me to. But yeah, so I am from Charleston, South Carolina, and originally I'm from Atlanta, and uh, I started my company in 2017, and it's called Blender Bombs. We've started a couple other businesses since then, which I'll get into later, but Blender Bombs is the main company. And how I started it was I was in college at the South Carolina, go Gamecocks, didn't learn a thing. And I always say that. I just need to stop saying that because I did. Keeping it real. Yeah, keeping it real, like I didn't learn much except for there's one, I just learned a little bit of um, Excel. That is, I do That's remember that. That's a good that. skill. Yeah, and I, I feel like I need more Excel. We don't have oh, any I got Excel, you. so you can help me out with you that. You go to Excel camp with me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Y'all, at lunch we had like blogger camp because <laughs> I've never done a paid, a sponsored post yet. My goal is to you do will. one soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I keep asking questions about how to be, how to do it and <laughs> what are hashtags. But anyway, so I went to college, I gained 30 pounds and I was trying to figure out how to lose it. And I would just yo-yo diet, keto, paleo, did the grapefruit diet the military diet every you know fad diet out there because what year was this this was 2012 or something and that's when you know yo-yo dieting fad dieting was all over the internet um but nothing would work long term so my problem was i was a binge eater and cookie cake was my downfall like you know the cookie cake that's Two pieces of cookie cake with icing in the middle. Yes. You guys probably don't oh, yeah. know. Oh, you no, do? Yeah. I love cookie cake. Me too. And I would We're just... speaking of the cookie lover. Yes. Chocolate. You are. We are like soulmates with that. We yes. love chocolate and cookies. So <laughs> she's like. She has more. I mean, I like it. I still like it, but yeah, you're like a chocoholic. I should have brought you the eighty twenty brownies. I'll get to that well, later. Well, all of a sudden he brought us more than enough. Yeah, I'm excited. Blender Bombs is like the very healthy brand, and then eighty twenty is the like. All the cheap foods, but just with, and I shouldn't say cheap foods, but like the cookies and the brownies, but healthier ingredients, right? Yeah. Um, but I'll get you some of those. Ooh, I'm but, excited. <laughs> yeah, me too. So with Blender Bombs, um, I went to my doctor when I was in college and I was 
asked him, how can I stop binge eating? I'm obsessed with food. And it's all I think about. And that's when he explained to me what fiber was. So I was under the impression that protein is what kept you full and like protein, protein, protein. But really fiber is what actually expands in your stomach and keeps you full and triggers those satiating hormones. And so he told me to start eating mostly plant-based, like try to just eat as close to plant-based as possible. And then he gave me a list of nuts and seeds to have in my smoothie every morning because a lot of times when you have binge eating and cravings, it's because you're deficient in something. So your body is like starving for food to try and get whatever you're deficient in. So I started adding, you know, chia seed, hemp seed, flax seed, walnut, pecans, almonds into my smoothie every morning. And after about a week, I noticed that my cravings for chocolate were gone. Like it was the weirdest thing because I was adding cacao powder to my smoothie as well. Yeah. And so I was getting the sugar from the natural sugar from fruits. I was getting the chocolate from the cacao powder and I was getting the amino acids and fatty acids from the nuts and seeds. So then I do that for about a year and a half. I lose the weight, you know, I'm living my life, the corporate life. We have similar stories here. <laughs> I cried myself. I cried. I didn't I can't cry myself to sleep. I cried during lunch every day for about three months in my corporate office and I ended up getting fired from it. Funny story. So I was, I was the middleman between like insurance agencies and uh, big corporations, the employees. And I was just, you know, I was like this little thin wall that people had to break down to get to the insurance company. Um, and so one day this lady was yelling at me on the phone and I said, Hey, can I please put you on hold for a second? Yeah, I'm going to go talk to my supervisor. And I was really nice. And I looked at my coworker and I said, God, this woman's being such a bitch. And I didn't have her on hold. Oh, no. Oh. And so she was like, yep, not on hold. I heard that. And I was like, oh, man, I wasn't referring to you. Like, obviously I was. Like, she wasn't there. She was like, whatever, just get this fixed. And I told her myself because I was so nervous that the call was going to get, you know, 30% of the calls get listened to by our auditing office. Mm. And anyway, I just told myself and they fired me. So I had to figure out what I was passionate about. And in my spare time, similar to y'all, I was researching health and fitness. So I became a personal trainer. And I went through... I guess, what are the, not NASM, but ACE. I went through yeah. the ACE training. What did you guys do? I can't remember which one it was. It was like another one. I, I remember looking all these up. Yeah. It was like another one that was yeah. probably the one I could do online. So. And not to bash like the personal training certifications, but I don't feel like I learned very much from it either. You, you know? memorized it. I feel like I memorized it. I memorized yeah. it all. And it was like the food pyramid, yeah. which I think we all know is dated. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And not up to date with the current yeah. science. <laughs> so <laughs> I was very, so I tried doing what, they told me to do, I was adding tons of protein powders and just lots of powders in my smoothie. And I gained a ton of weight because when your protein, fiber, and carb carbohydrate balance or isn't balanced correctly, like the way it is in natural foods, then it throws your body out of homeostasis, right? And you start holding on to some fat. If you're not, if your if your intention is not to build muscle, right? Which I already had enough muscle, like my intention wasn't to build more. Anyway. I noticed that my clients struggled with food too, so I tried to get them to make what I called my, you know, magical smoothie, and they wouldn't do it. So I, it took too much time. So I was like, fine, I'll take all these nuts and seeds, roll them into a ball, you throw it in your blender, and that's gonna be your first meal of the day. Whenever, whenever you get hungry, just break your fast with it. Like, don't, didn't force them to eat it at a certain time. Just said, listen to your body when you are hungry, eat it. And I started getting tons of testimonials from my clients, and just. I would screenshot them, put them on my personal Instagram story, which probably had 1,500 followers at the time. And um, people started asking me to sell them online. So I started a Shopify website. It's the ugliest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> and I just put up the product online and I started getting sales. And it just kind of blew up like because of the testimonials. And we ended up doing a million dollars in sales the first year. Wow. Oh my gosh. Just me, right? But, you know, every penny, like I told you guys earlier, every penny went back into branding, the packaging, the website, hiring, finding a co-packer. So finding the co-packer was the hardest part, but it was 
my food, the blender bombs are just nuts and seeds and dates. Like they don't spoil. They're not cold, cold, you know, chain right. the way we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. So that's, that's how, kind of how it got started. That was in 2017. That's, I was going to say what year. That's amazing. I mean, that wasn't that long ago. I know it probably <laughs> feels like it's been with all, you know, all the work you guys have put in, but it's crazy. Just like, I mean, we were telling Helen earlier, we had a food product and I can't, I mean, I give props to anybody who has any kind of product because how many freezers saw, did you have? Well, you can see two of our guys. Those are like just, you know, like the ones you lift the top open. Yeah. So we have on our patio, we're in our house right now. We have two our freezers. Our glamorous recording studio. Yeah. <laughs> like keeping it really raw and real. But those freezers actually, when we worked our corbo job, we used to meal preps. I'd put all my frozen meals, like all the ones I'd batch prep, you know, I'd put in there. Dude, so did yeah. I. Really? I used to do meal prep out of my house and I have a huge, you know, open top yeah. fridge in my backyard too. It's empty now. <laughs> There's nothing in it. Yeah, that's what we have two empty But the ones. meal prep was not, like I did not make money off of it. Yeah. That's why we closed it. There's so much time and effort and yeah. saving away. And we even outsourced someone to try and do it for us. And, you know, we were going to Costco every day Mm -hmm. trying to get, but it just, you, the velocity, which for people listening, velocity just means the amount of sales you have to make in order to make a profit that you can live off of is insane. It's like a coffee shop. Coffee shop, they don't make much money off the coffee. You just have to sell a ton of coffee, right? But coffee, everyone has every day and you can have multiple cups a day. Like you're not going to buy meal prep three times a day yeah. like very well, the one percent is going to do that and then some people just i mean some people buy but then some people just go out and get something you know yeah or they try to do themselves it's cheaper yeah well, i think these are all such good points when we go into the story because for everyone listening trying to start businesses i think you food products are a perfect example like you go into the store or you see for example your product there's such so much time and effort and like struggles that have gone through it and all consumers see is just like or people who want to be an entrepreneur they just see like the end goal and they're like well why can't I get to that point and like why is it so hard and like that just shows you like you're talking about all your all the like all the brands you've had before like the meal prep before and like obviously going to corporate like we can relate to that being in corporate America I've talked about it I'm sure on our podcast before and on my Instagram but you know, I worked in corporate America too, and I would cry. I would travel for work, which I didn't want to do. Yeah. And I would cry. I'd call my mom every day when I was like in Charlotte, traveling for work. I would call her every single day. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Where'd you work? Oh, I guess you can't say. It on well, the I, I can. Well, come I'll on. say it now. I don't, really I don't work there anymore, so it's been like twenty since twenty fourteen. But um, I worked. I worked at Ernst Young, but I was at a client there. Uh, I think it was Bank of America. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was there like in someone else's cube. Like I felt I hated it. I didn't want to travel for work as it was. And then I was like forced into doing it essentially. I mean, I'm not trying to talk crap about it, but yeah, I know some people, that's corporate, it's corporate America. Some people love it. Some people don't like, some I didn't, want I did never yeah. wanted, I never wanted to travel. And like, I was, I, you know, I had you it and I would, I would have like panic attacks at work because I felt so unfulfilled and like, I was just there just to be there and Take um, a paycheck. Yeah, and so I mm-hmm. I can relate. And then I when I came back here, I told myself, oh, I'll be happier once I'm in Dallas. I just want to be back here. And then I would still call my mom on the way to work, on the way back, crying every day because I like I hated it. Well, my so. day was fine. I'd get up at four forty five. I'd go to the gym and work out. And then the second I had to step into the office, when my day would go to class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I was I was happy even getting up at, you know so early when it's dark out. I still was happy going to the gym, and that's why I did the personal training. Probably similar to your that's story. That's what made you happy. Yeah, and then. You know, until it doesn't. <laughs> I know. And that's just a sign for anyone listening. If you are crying at your job, like that job is not for you. You know, mm-hmm. change it yeah. up. No job should ever make you cry. You really shouldn't be having nightmares about your job. You know, I had yeah. that like stress about my job. So hopefully people listening to this podcast yeah. have learned something from this already. <laughs> I know. And I, and 
people always ask, well, how do you know when maybe you have, I want to ask you about that. Like, how do you know when you just wanted to like go, go through, I guess it probably was a journey, but just take blender. I don't know if you did. I don't want to ask you blender yeah. bombs full time or yeah, well, you did full time. Yeah. I would totally go through that. But also if I hadn't been fired, I don't think I would have ever quit because I was scared of not getting a consistent paycheck and I was getting paid what $12 an hour. Like it was nothing, but I, um, I wouldn't have quit because it's kind of like a toxic relationship with a boy. You know it's not a good fit, but you're scared to be alone. And that's why I look at something so highly of you because, you know, you're still single and you're 29, but your standards are high. And that's how people should be with their jobs as well because if you're spending 8, 9, 10, we probably spend 12 hours a day working, it's got to be somebody, something that you're passionate about. Yeah, totally. Otherwise, it's going to suck you dry. Totally. Anyway, so with Blender Bombs, I – the I started, I think I was doing like, you know, $50 a day in sales at first and then $100 a day in sales. And then every time I would post testimonials, I would get a sale. And this was before, I mean, Amazon's always been big, but it was before like Amazon was big, you know, mm-hmm. like Amazon has blown yeah, up that's in, just, the in the last three years. years. Yeah. Yes. And so this was 2017 um, and food wasn't sold on Amazon really at this time. And so I think it was when I got to like $200 or $300 a day, $200 a day in sales probably that I called a catering company in Charleston and asked if they would produce the blender bombs because at this point I was going to Costco three times a week and making all the blender bombs in my kitchen and like occasionally there'd be cat hair in there. You know, it, just, it wasn't it wasn't illegal because I was only selling online, but I wanted to start selling wholesale so I had to make it legal. So yeah. I found a catering kitchen. A girl named Krista started rolling the bombs for me, and I love her. She's the one who helped us with the meal prep. But um, then about three months after that, like, so she was doing manufacturing. I was shipping. And I think our, we had gotten our sales up to, like, $500, $600 a day. Again, all Instagram, just testimonials. I started this business. I had $300 in my bank account. Like, I have no money, and I just – I've saved every penny. Um, and then – about six months later, I found a co-packer. A co-packer is a... I am going to talk about this because it took me forever yeah, to find out what I was going to say. Explain, explain what a co-packer is because most people... We know what it is, but most people don't. A co-packer is not glamorous, which is why you never see it on TV or whatever. It's the behind the scenes of all these food manufacturers. Any food product that is in the grocery store has a co-packer or a co-man. You can use the term interchangeably. And it's a huge warehouse with tons of machinery where they buy tons of ingredients in bulk and they have the most insane machines that you did not know existed and they produce food. It is, unless you see it for yourself, like you're going to be mind blown. Like this machine could make, makes 120 uh, blender bombs a minute. And that's slow. Like that's a baby machine. You know, you can make them to to make like 700 a minute. My God. It's nuts. And literally nuts, no pun intended, <laughs> it's nuts and seeds. Anyway, yeah, so I uh, got a co-packer, and at this point the co-packer was going, and now it was they were still producing them in the craft paper bags. At first we used Ziploc bags to save money, and then we you know, went up to craft paper bags with this label. <laughs> the evolution, I love it. Yes, yeah. the, a label that you stick on. I was printing the labels at home, and then once we got to the co-packer, I found a label maker in Charlotte, because that's where we manufactured, was in oh, Charlotte, okay. at a facility like near the Costco. Yeah. Um, and they were still doing it in like this ugly craft paper bag. And then a year, so next April, I guess it was the July or June of 2018. So it had been a year later is when I hired my first full-time person. And it was my boyfriend at the time. He was eight years older. He was an attorney. He has the opposite brain that I have, which is why it works for business and just life in general, because we totally think differently. We definitely butt heads, but we also think very differently. So together we like complete the circle 
kind of. And then uh, in the next two years, like I hired four of my friends from college and we've always had the mentality to bootstrap and, you know, at least 80% of everything we do, we have to have it have in return on investment because we've still never taken on investors. So we're very careful about how we spend our money. But when we find something that works, like we go balls to the walls with it. And Amazon, we actually just launched on Amazon about a year ago, and that has been a great avenue for us. So that's kind of the, the origin story. God, I remember crying the first year thinking, wow, I can't believe this is happening to me. Like, I can't believe I am. I love my job. Like, I didn't know yeah. what it would be like to be happy in a career because you're taught that it doesn't exist. I think what's so sad is I feel like that's true for so much. Like, we get a lot of messages that people like, I mean, I think a lot of people want to be bloggers because they that's what they Free see on stuff, Instagram. You know? they, they think it's But obviously, it, it, it's so – like I, I relate to, like, loving my job. But, like, everything, I'm sure you have days like that, too, where it's, like, you're tired. It's, it's like stressful. You, you only answer yourself, and it's all on you. Like, you know, I mean, obviously, you have more employees, so, you know, it falls on you, too. But, um, you know, there's, there's no other feeling of liking, enjoying what you do. And I think I've become so used to it. I get caught up in, like – you know, all the everyday stress of like my job. But I think when I think back, it's like how I felt like just now talking about how I felt at my first EY. corporate job. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> and again, I'm not, for anyone that works there, I'm not bashing it. It just wasn't the right fit for me. I think I was, you know, like how everyone else is in their young twenties when you graduate, you feel like you have to be on a certain path because mm -hmm. that's what everyone in society tells you. Like, you know, I went to UT and I was in the business school. So like, that's kind of like the path that they're kind of like, you know, it's a great, it's great when you graduate, you have like all these benefits, you have a secure job, like they're paying well for, you know, you're being so young, for being so young. But then it's like, that's like where they're kind of like, that's like what you're like, that's what your end goal is when you graduate from there. Like that's kind of like what you yeah. want to be at the path you should, like they want you to be on. And so like, you feel like you're doing every work so hard to get to there. And then it's like, when you get there, you're like so disappointed yeah. because it's like, I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. And then I think everyone in our, even in society, not even like any kind of corporate job, Everyone just kind of does. It's the mentality like, let's just keep doing it because it's what's safe. And which is, there's something to be said about that, but you're miserable, but you just keep doing it. And like, you're like, okay, well, in 10 years, I'll do something else. And like, the thing is, like, life is so short. So we were talking, life is so short. And like, you don't know what could happen, sadly, like the next day. So I always feel like, I mean, responsibly, you should go after what you're passionate about. And you don't feel like you're wasting time away because you enjoy every single, like, for the most part, you enjoy what you're doing every single day. Totally. And it, and one thing that I realized is, and this is where you and I do differ because you guys are, are you type A too? Yeah. Yeah. So I am not type <laughs> A, but I would rather make way less money, but I'll, so I make a salary, right? But I spend about two thirds of my salary on like a personal assistant and other contract workers for them to do things that I absolutely hate doing. And so at the end of the day, I make way less money than I should be but I outsource my unhappiness, I guess, because other people enjoy doing it. Just like other people enjoy finance and Ernst & Young. Like some people thrive off oh, they that. Love it. And yeah. some people thrive off of doing the type A stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I it, it feels like I'm being smothered and like covered and diced. <laughs> I yeah. feel so bad when I'm doing it. So I've learned to outsource it just so that I can wake up every day and love my job and love what I'm gonna do that day. And on the other side, you know, I am able to hire someone else where they wake up and they love it. And it's just different because we have different things that we love. Um, and there was something else I was going to ask you about the job, but I totally forget what it was. Oh, you were talking about how a lot of people want to be bloggers. And this is what I've always wanted to know because I can, I have an answer in my head, but what is reward, the most rewarding thing about being a blogger? Because a lot of people think, oh, free stuff, free this, free that. But 
I'm sure you guys don't even want any more free stuff. <laughs> I mean, it sounds terrible to people listening, but I honestly, like, any girls I, I would know, love to give it. I, mean, I, I, would give I it love to, anybody. like, I mean, people that I know, I give them stuff because it's not even for me. It becomes, I mean, it sounds terrible. It becomes, I love it, but you get so much stuff. It becomes just materialistic thing, yeah. things. And it becomes, like, you know, our house. Like, I run enough places to put it. Like, and I'm, like, one of those people, like, I like everything organized and clean. And that's just never the case. It's never going to happen with our job. Which yeah. sounds, I want everything to be in its place and have order. And it's just, when stuff, it's almost like brands. I mean, they mean well, but they just, like, they want your dress. They want to shove stuff and so you'll post it they want advertising that's your job that i got into an argument with one of my business partners the other day um for our company tipsy spritzers it's like an, we were coming up with influencer boxes and i did not want to add any fluff to the box whatsoever i was like we're not spending money i don't yeah. want to spend money on QCs. i don't want to spend money on bottle openers on shot glasses like or measuring gla- like they they have all this stuff and we got into a huge argument about it because she wanted the box she wanted this influencer box that we were going to send to like 20 influencers to cost $120. And I was like, we need to spend $20 on this max. Like, they're just going to throw it away. Like, do you think... I mean, sadly, I, I do. You can always want to buy us because that, I think it's so thoughtful. It's cute. But, like, I think because we get so much stuff, at least for me, I mean, she's more like the person that would be like, let's get rid of it. Like, I, <laughs> it sounds so terrible. Bad. Like, we love the stuff they send us, but... No, I, when I open it, I'm like, this is so cute. And I'll share the box and it's how cute so it cute, is. It's so cute. But then I'm like, I don't need it. <laughs> so, But anyway, <laughs> going back to, like, the original question. Yeah, it's not the free stuff. I mean, maybe, I'm sure when we first started, like, in 2015, it was so cool. And that's why I like to give it to people that I know in my life because I'm like, they love it and they're going to appreciate it. Like, they'll get way more use out of it than I will. Yes. But so I think the rewarding for me is just I love interacting. I think that's what I was missing at my corporate job. Everyone has what they what they feel like their needs are in, in terms of a job. And I that was I worked at the job I worked at. It was like a very for some reason it was like a super secure at my corporate job. Like you had to have a fingerprint to go inside. Oh, wow. So we had no windows. I couldn't even get into it. It was the opposite. Work. It was the opposite of like social. I only worked with the people ra- around me, and our like our team was very small. So I had that was my only interaction. It was no client interaction really, and. I just like that's why I think I did the personal training. I wanted to do anything that had an interaction, yeah, and I'm so that's why I'm too. doing this. Yeah, so that's what I like to do, and I think even if for me, even now, like obviously we get to do such fun things now, like meet with you and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> her too. But everything. But even if it's just like people on Instagram, like you, I can sit at home. I mean, obviously I live with her right now and I work with her, so I get that interaction. But I also get people messages like even if it's like from going plant-based a couple years ago and it helps people that are you know struggling with the same health issues I did and it helped me messages like that or even like clothing like they like I feel so much more confident stuff like that that probably like the test, yeah I mean it's crazy because I don't see myself they'll send me like a pit and outfit literally everything I posted and it, it makes it warms my heart seeing them wearing that makes me exactly really happy. yeah and it's so cute I love when people I think some of them are embarrassed to share it. I'm like I want to see mm-hmm. it I love to see it and then I become friends with a lot of these people. I mean, I haven't really. It sounds crazy. I haven't met them, but I met them <laughs> all the time. Like friends. we share. Like I share like about my date to them, or like because I mean, it's easier to share someone you don't really know. Like kind of Yeah, Ooh. and like oh, you're fine. Sorry, I'm stuck. It's okay. Um, it's easier to share with people that like you haven't. You know, I can share with my sister, but like anyone that you've just met like in person, it's hard to share. It's like a diary. Yeah, and so I share. They share their dating stories with me. I share with them, and we have this whole dialogue, even if it's about like. You know, some of them just share stuff about their 
I don't know, I'm just their kids or whatever. They share so much with me and it makes me want to share. I mean, obviously, I feel like so much of my life is out there, but it's nice to have those connections. It's not just like, okay, not like they're giving me, like, obviously, they support my business and they, that's why we have a business, but it's also just having that connection with them. I feel like they're my friends. So it's yeah. nice having that too. It's, it's not almost just about like the money. y'all are role models for a lot of people too. Oh, that's sweet. I mean, I hope. But, but I'm sure people, just, don't people slide in there and say that? Yeah, they, they do. They do. And that's, an I think that's what. That's what, like, I think that's what's, like, uh, I can't think rewarding. of it. Rewarding. That's, <laughs> um, that's what's most rewarding for me. It's not like, oh, this brand pay me this much no. money and I, I can support myself. That's not you what it is. You wouldn't be working 12-hour days. Yeah, just if that's that. what it is. No. Yeah. Because that's, you could be doing that or instead young. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. I think it's really, I like, I love hearing entrepreneurs and I know it's probably, because we get messages a lot about, like, I want to start my own company, but I don't know, like, what I should do about leaving a corporate job or I don't know what the next steps are. So, we love interviewing and entrepreneurs, especially young female entrepreneurs yeah. that are relatable to people that listen to our podcast or follow us on Instagram because, it is an inspiration. Like I know if I was at my corporate job or even just like what I'm doing, it's inspiring. Like obviously hearing your story yeah. mm-hmm. is definitely. I really want to work on like a course to get to teach people how to launch their own e-commerce like product. You so should. I really want to. I had a call about it today. Um, but again, I need someone to do it for me. <laughs> and I'll just, I want someone who I can send them a voice memo, tell them exactly what I learned, like tell them my story. And then they just turn it into a course. And I, mm-hmm. and then I go back and like I had the details that have been forgotten. You should sure totally there's someone do that, that will do it. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked to, I think there's like six people I have to have a phone call with. But, you know, that'll take a while. <laughs> but <laughs> that's good. Happen. You're putting the, like, you're starting And it I out. think that's what, like, Blender Bombs, I work, for the first two, three years, I worked sun up to sundown. And then I kind of, like, transitioned it so that I'm not working, you know, 12 hours a day of Blender Bombs, but, like, six maybe. Um, but what's been so rewarding is just the testimonials that we get, like, you know, weight loss, it's not all about weight loss, but weight loss does lead to confidence. It leads mm-hmm. to health. If, if you're at an unhealthy weight or you have to lose weight in order to fix some sort of health issue that you have, like we get a ton of testimonials about that, just about people's relationship with food in general and, and freedom and eating more plants. And this one, a lot we get digestion. Mm-hmm. Before Blender on Smoothies, I would go to the bathroom like once every two weeks and now I go twice a day like clockwork. And that's um, the best thing. We talk about this on our podcast, too. Yeah, we're not afraid regular. to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't know that. I mean, I didn't pay attention to my body for the longest time no. either. And then we, I obviously, in the last few years, like, started to. And obviously, eating plants, I mean, obviously helps a lot. But some people just don't drink enough water. I mean, there's so many things. And they don't get the fiber. Yeah. Fiber. The fiber aspect that you were talking yeah. about is so important, which we'll have her share at the end like where you can get all everything we can find her products but i always say like you want your poop to look like a banana and a blender bomb combined so you have to have one of each a day <laughs> yeah that's a good that's, that's a good, good tip because that's a good people tip. but yeah. that's having people i don't think people talk, like doctors is like and i'll say because my dad's a physician i mean not that kind of doctor but people in the medical community don't talk about like i guess your doctor did but he was talking about oh okay that makes sense yeah. talk about like you know how important it is to stay regular and like what it should look like i mean you shouldn't be feeling constantly like that like it day be day it yeah, all those yeah. yeah so and then that's a sign like something you need to you need to fix something or you need to seek help or something like that but yeah. honestly so much can be achieved through your diet and i think obviously the normal standard american diet is that's what you're going to end up with that's the, those are the yeah. results you're going to get this sounds weird but i also like i do believe in karma or energy to some sort and like ever since i stopped eating animal meat better things have happened in my life like it's crazy how my life has just kind of flowed ever since I went plant-based really? and yeah it's nuts like good the good things just always happening 
And even when something is bad, like what I was telling you about earlier today, and I can talk yeah. about this on the podcast. So we filmed with Shark Tank in October, and it was an awesome experience. Like the sharks had great things to say, but there was no there was no drama involved, and we didn't take an investment. Like there was no investment made, and so we're not airing. And that at first I'm like, okay, that is sad, and I'm frustrated because that would have helped our business so much. But on the other end. I now have a media release where I can go into another show if an opportunity comes up that has the potential to be bigger than Shark Tank. Like you just don't know. But um, other other than that, like everything just kind of flows now because I feel like I'm I'm following my intuition and just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. I so I was gonna ask you like, what is your? I don't want to say diet because it sounds like you like. But what is yeah. your like? What do you what? How do I? Eat? What do you eat? Like, what is your? I eat, that you follow. I do what I call eighty twenty, and so eighty percent, and that is. Trademarks. We have that trademark. 80-20 whole food plant-based. It. It's 80% um, whole food plant-based and like 20% whatever. And the 20% can be, you know, just super processed bread. It can be a croissant. It can be like, you know, cheese. I still don't eat meat. But um, if it's fish every now and then, like I'll probably eat tuna twice, three times a year or whatever. Um, but that's kind of what, like as long as 80% of my week or whatever I'm eating, it's whole food plant-based, then I'm good. And I like that because it's not restrictive. Um, it's been, and it just, instead of saying take away this, it's like add more plants, you know? Mm-hmm. So how like long that. have you, how long, when did you start eating plant-based? Or? So I was vegan before that. And then I went vegetarian. Okay. And I'm still vegetarian. So I'll eat, I eat, my uncle catches a turkey every Thanksgiving. So it's like wild caught. So yeah, I that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like people. That's how. I mean, we're, we're mostly plant based, but I went through like when you're talking about the body, like the, the personal training. We were definitely on that spectrum where it was like I think probably when I in college, like I was saying, when I got diagnosed with hypothyroidism. For those of you guys listening, we were talking about this at our lunch. So, but anyway, we I switched to like probably eating more kind of like similar to what I eat now, but a little bit more meat. Uh-huh. And then when I got really into like personal training and um, like fitness and stuff like that they push protein so hard and so people probably some people still follow me from that time they follow me really since like 20, you know when i was a personal trainer. well i think when we first started they were all like but didn't you used to eat a lot of like every meal i had chicken yeah fish that's steak, what i'm saying it was very eggs. heavy protein yeah. and a lot it was all animal protein some protein powder but it was like a lot of like every meal I ate that with like vegetables or something like that and then so when I shifted to, like plant-based I was like what do I do like this is I'm not used to eating like this I still eat a lot of vegetables and fruits but I didn't eat I was like where's all my like I don't I don't do eat you feel good else. yeah I well yeah I felt I I've talked with this on my podcast but I, I gained like 20 pounds of inflammation so it didn't what? Look just like the way I was eating we weren't yeah. well previous we weren't eating like everything organic like I wasn't eating like the meats were not like Wild you know, cod. wild caught like yeah. fish. You know, yeah. they were all the fish was farm raised. Like I wasn't getting everything organic, and yeah, you know, as as best as you can. I mean, I was yeah. like here and there, I would get it, but so I think that was also. But like I had like a ton of inflammation. Like I don't know, and hers is worse than ours. I, I mean, I didn't look like I was twenty pounds. I mean, you know, I'm so petite, and so twenty pounds on me is like I That's didn't. I didn't look like well, I just felt like a Michelin man. I yeah, I didn't look like, like you know when like, you gain twenty pounds of fat, it's like. You know, you look. You know, you, it looks like twenty. This was like more. I just looked more swollen. I like my face. Uh-huh. Everything I bought, I just didn't look as like I don't know, not as lean. I guess. Yeah. But it was like inflammation when I went plant based. People kept telling me like, go plant based, and I was like, no, like this is how I. I'm so used to like 
like my comfort zone was like just like a job whatever that's like how yeah. I was used to it and then when I switched uh, it took a while but it all the inflammation came down and I feel like I had so much more energy like it just kept getting worse for me like eating the other way but that's not to say sometimes it worked like it's not for everyone but I don't think I think there's nothing wrong with incorporating more plant-based more fruits yeah. and vegetables in your diet there's nothing wrong with that yeah just do so your best I think it's always interesting hearing people's journeys of why uh-huh. they like went more plant-based or they didn't but um, I think because I went through the super restrictive zone and the, but before that I ate like the standard American diet and that's when I gained 30 pounds yeah. <laughs> um, plus I ate the same way I ate in high school but I added alcohol to the mix and that's when I gained 30 yeah, pounds and then the late night eating yeah that didn't help so you I think I read some you so did you still practice intermittent fasting I think I yeah. read some, okay I think um well, so I do intermittent fasting absolutely every day. Like, this is my first meal of the day was okay. our 1.30 meal. But I always have, like, some vanilla dairy-free creamer and a bomb drizzle in my coffee. So I'm technically breaking my fast with that. But my first meal, I don't get hungry until around 11 to 1 normally. Okay. And do you get up pretty early? Like, are you have you been up for a while? Oh, guys, I wake up at 8.30. Oh, no. I mean, you know, we're That's the same. I give me triple. I know, don't give me triple. Not a morning. Okay, yeah, we're not a morning person at all. So like, I today we woke up at, night. today I had to set my alarm for 8 because I went to bed at 1, almost 2 o'clock. But, <laughs> but yeah, I can say I'm a night owl. I can, I hate getting up early. I hate it. So it's easier to fast. For me, if I'm like, I waste, I've already spent half the day sleeping. Yes. Okay, my lunch, I'm starting to get hungry. And I don't exercise in the morning. Like, but if someone does exercise in the morning, if I did, I'd probably get hungrier. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm the day. He's he's like the opposite of me, but he kind of like, you know, when we're with each other, we kind of try to like change our schedules a little bit. He he's like he and his family. He grew up going to sleep like. So like go to bed early, like, like lights out by nine. Nine, uh-huh. yeah. Like he's not, he's not. I think since the four years he's dating me, he like if he has, to, but he's training right now for a race, so he'll get up like on the weekends, like on Saturday, he gets about like five to go ride, like ride for like three hours. So, but normally, what? normally he get, but like on the weekend on Saturday, we were like he, we slept, we were like in bed till nine thirty. We got up like earlier, but we That's so like dream. he can, he can, he can fluctuate, but he, he's. He's, I feel like a lot of guys she's going out with too. They go to bed like early. Like they go to bed yeah. like nine so thirty, ten. I mean, I'm like, yeah, but I can't do it. So. <laughs> yeah, but then you have your alone yeah. time. Right. That's nine that's thirty, true. ten. And then so that's kind of how he is. But then I'm like a night owl. So like when he, when he's over and stuff, I try to go to, like upstairs by like 10 or 10 30. But like if, if he's not over, like I, what do you I'll, do at night? Do you work or do you watch? Like, like TV or like oh, working on your blog and stuff. If I'm by myself or with him, like if by I yourself, by myself, no, I'll just be like on my phone working. And like yeah, I have my like trash TV or whatever on the background. I know that's like I try to hang out. But anyway, yeah. So I don't be by myself. That's why I love. I there are positives to being single. I can just do whatever I want, and I I just I really want to. And we talked about this at lunch. Um, I really want to buy another house. Like I want to keep renting mine out. And uh, save up for another house that's big enough and has a separate corridor, like a whole separate carriage house, so that I can go do me and like sleep there twice a week. I want my <laughs> space like two nights a week so I can just not brush my teeth before bed, like wake up smelling so bad, like watch whatever I want to watch and not feel judged. And because Scott, Scott's on it, he's type A. He's like, we gotta do this, 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 and this. I'm like, I want to sloth. <laughs> this is a couple. But it's healthy. I mean, like when you date someone, like you have those two nights, and when you get when you're like engaged, you're married, whatever. And you move in together, or if you're not engaged, you, you move space. in together. Yeah, you go from that to like literally all the time being together. Uh, yeah, in an RV. Oh, no, oh that's, yeah. That's you have to share about that. Yeah, yeah, you have to share about that. But I, I mean, I, I think that's another tip for people listening. Like, 
you know, relationships too. It's like, Alexis sees that side of it. Like, obviously I love Taylor, but you know, there's, she has like always her free time. She can do whatever she wants at night. And it's like, you have, to, you're obviously thinking about someone else's needs. You have to balance that everything work, everything relationships, you have to balance it all. So that's like another thing when you're an entrepreneur balance, I guess it's anything, but balancing everything. It's hard. Yeah. So you were saying, so do you, what's like a typical day? Cause I know you've changed and you said you've outsourced and you've had, yeah. what's like a typical day? For a you? typical day now is, and this is so different than the way it was last year. A typical day now is I wake up around 8.30 and then um, I go through this thing in my head called GAINS and it's like an acronym that I made up a couple of months ago, but G, gratitude, so I just like say what I'm grateful for. And I change it up, like even little things. A is for affirmations, M is for manifest, like what do I want to manifest, which for the longest time it was Shark Tank and that didn't come true. <laughs> so fuck me. E is for envision, and then I envision it happening, so I just envisioned a Shark Tank episode coming on and it wouldn't come on. And then S is um, silence, so meditation, or I'll do like a meditation, or um, honestly I'll just like, walk my dog without my phone. I try to be without my phone for a little bit. And then um, once I, I wake up, walk my dog, brush my teeth and get ready and all that stuff, which it doesn't take me long to get ready. It takes me two minutes. And then I have hot tea with lemon and honey. And it's a tea that we're getting ready to launch on ADX20market.com, which I'll tell you about later. Um, then I check my emails. So I do emails for a couple hours. And what I've started doing is, this starts actually in April, but no no one can schedule me a meeting before 12. Like I want my time until 12 to play catch up on my emails. Um, and then I'll break my fast with a smoothie or because I'm in the RV right now, I'll do like the Trader Joe's like oat or coconut yogurts or oat yogurts. I'll dump it in a bowl, slice up a banana, um, take a blender bomb and crumble it over the yogurt, put some drizzle on there and some granola. And it's like a deconstructed smoothie bowl, mm -hmm. I guess. And then I normally just for the rest of the day is calls, meetings, calls, meetings, calls, meetings, <laughs> meetings, wow. calls. But that's, I love that you do that, that you have it. Well, first of all, you start with that games acronym yeah. because I do, I journal at night, but I, and it, I was doing the morning, but I'm like, I just like, I get anxiety. I'm like, I need to get going, uh -huh. but it is good. I think to start with that and the meditation. So do you, do, I know you sometimes, sometimes you walk your dog, but do you do like an app or do you just insight timer insight okay i have that I one i love that yeah and i need to use it more it's the best it's just so it's just different people like what i like about insight timer is if you find a person that you vibe with you can binge meditate to the, yeah to the binge meditate what's that and you say binge meditate to their meditations I, I was, I, I think this was like, an, I mean, this was like twenty-eight. embarrassing. Now this is two years ago or three years ago. I was really good about doing like a meditation thing every morning. I would uh -huh. do like five to 10 minutes before I'd get out of bed. And I always told myself, don't look at my phone. Don't, and I, of course I like break all the, like I was doing that consistently, I think for almost a year. And then I, one day I just stopped doing it. And then oh, I, no. I just we went out of town and then I just was like, <laughs> no more. Like, and it's so bad because I always tell myself I need to be, I need to be quiet, like do a quiet time because my day is like yours where it's like so hectic and I don't stop going until like well and the first thing i do is check my phone which is the, mo the worst thing you can do you i check know. it and like get all the notifications like the emails stress the instagram messages and i'm like oh my god i you know i act like my you world get the email notifications the instagram i have the messages you get message notifications yeah i have because i didn't used to have it all but then it's like i need to see if i want to like sometimes i don't know if i want to i don't know if i want to answer them <gasps> you know i mean most of them i do but if there's like oh something god. weird like a weird guy or something i want to be able to see the preview of the message Oh, wow. I've never had a weird guy slide in. I mean, occasionally, but no one's ever been like, can I <laughs> Like, she's taking it. She's not even on the market. We were talking about this on live. <laughs> we have foot fetish people. If someone people. offered to pay me $500 for a foot pick, 
I just whip it out right then there and send it to him. That's so I was having this conversation with my mom and she's like, I mean, obviously I do what I want, but yeah. I tell her and she's like, I can't believe I'm like someone was offering to one time someone was offering to buy his shoes, but I was like, I mean, if they're a designer, I'll say Yeah, that. like Robert Clerner, <laughs> But even the I'm like, it has to be like a couple hundred dollars. I'm not gonna do yeah. it for like fifty dollars. That's not no. I mean it's I mean it's just my feet, but I'm like I might as well take advantage of this. Absolutely. But I was we were with Taylor's family uh, back in November and they were all like they were like so interested. I mean intrigued by not interested. And they were like, You should do it and my mom's like over here like I this is gross. I can't believe you're doing that. I'm like, why not? It's just my feet. Like yeah, why not? I'm not showing any of the part of my body. Like everyone That's can, like modeling, you get paid to right. share your body. Yeah. Why can't I get paid I know. to share my body? People feet? are hand and feet foot models. I don't know why no one's asked us to do that, but Yeah, if anyone has I know. Wants, I feel like an agency. plug. You wanna pay me. I mean it'll be some extra side hustle. <laughs> no, but I love I love the twelve o'clock. I mean to be honest, we don't start our day really. So by the time I'm done working out and like I go on my walk, you and work do out that, every day. Pretty much. I mean, but today, like I will say, the last few days it's been like an active rest day. Like I'm just like lazy, so I'm just like I feel like on my phone, like barely moving on the elliptical. I'm like yeah. I might as well just be like not doing it. <laughs> but I tell yeah. myself I did something. So yeah. But yeah. I, like I always want to walk every day. I do that just for like my mental clarity. With Lucy. <laughs> she she like, she's not like the worst dog mom ever, but no, she's in comp not not on the walks in our neighborhood because she's just like she will give me anxiety. She'll yeah. bark at everyone. So. And actually, a couple weeks ago, I was telling you about my girl Kayla, who's twenty three, and she works with us. And her family has a dog just like this. What type of dog is this? We, we think she's a Havanese. I think she's a Havanese. We're not oh, sure. Okay, never mind. Not that type of dog. She had a little Yorkie. And um, they were going on a walk, just you know, regular walk, and a pit bull came out of nowhere. Oh and my god. Attacked it and killed it. I, I know a friend in a regular neighborhood. Like in this, it was this sweet man had just rescued him and had only had him for like a week and didn't he didn't understand the pit bull yet because it obviously had yeah. some trauma or just issues and so the pit bull just snuck out of its collar and oh you know gosh. so you do have to be very careful. That's watch horrible. Walk. Yeah, supposed to be the smaller dog. She was like Helen. Anytime you see someone who owns a little dog, please tell them that story just because I don't want this to ever happen. Yeah, so it could true. be any dog. That's not so tragic. Yeah, I've like, heard that happen. So many dogs act that way sometimes. It's it's so bad. Okay, so you were talking about your other company. So share what your other ones are. I yeah, you, we were so. I was like, how did she do? When I was looking you up, for delegate. <laughs> well, but still, that's so much. It's so many different like hats to wear. I feel like. So. It is, but I think it's okay. Yeah, before I get into that, so Blender Moms is the baby, the bread and butter. It's what consumes the vast majority of my time, and um, then, so I was put on probation from being able to create any new products with Blender Bombs because Scott, my fiance, was like, Helen, I have to deal with the SKUs, I have to deal with the back end, I have to deal with logistics, transportation. Like, no more products. Like, you are banned <laughs> from creating new products. No more. Because right now, the Blender Bombs line is. The way that I like to explain blender bombs is if you think about making a salad a meal replacement, you're not just going to have a better lettuce with dressing. You're going to have croutons or taco strips or nuts for crunch, right? Yeah. And then you're going to have something for flavoring, whether it's cranberries or cheese or something sweet for flavoring. And then you're going to have whatever the substance is on top. It could be avocado. It could be shrimp. It could be chicken. It could be tofu. It could well, not tofu on a salad. You wouldn't do that, but like falafel. And then you have the dressing and that makes your salad a meal replacement. So we took that same concept and applied it to smoothies, oatmeal bowls, and yogurt. So you've got your base, whether it's an oatmeal bowl, a yogurt bowl, or a smoothie. And then you put the granola on top. So our granola is so bomb. It's absolutely delicious. 
and then you would put some fruit on top, you know, strawberries, bananas, etc. And then you put um, the substance on top or in it. If it's a smoothie, you put the blender bomb in it. But if it's a bowl, you crumble the blender bomb on top, and which is the nuts and seed ball. And then you take the bomb drizzle, which is just date and aloe base, and you swirl it on top. So that makes it a full meal. It keeps you really full. So that's like one meal of the day, check, right? And then I was like, hmm, well, I mean, we got sweet tooth. Sometimes I like brownies and cookies. Hey? So we started 8020 Market, which is an online marketplace and just an Instagram account where we talk about the 8020 lifestyle. And we have, it's not just 8020 products that we sell, but other like minded entrepreneurs that have a food product or a lifestyle product we sell. So we sell sage sticks, we sell incense sticks, we sell the 8020 cookies, the 8020 brownies, the we, granola butter, um, we sell what are some other things oh nutty goodness like these fruit snacks that are 100 percent fruit and nuts and then we sell some of our favorite books we sell candles we have like non-toxic 80 20 candles on there uh like you just got a notification to meditate I'm yeah done. and we don't do it really, how long you know how long it's been on our calendar like that yeah. every day it comes up and i don't do it i have one that says do 100 arm thingies which is this and i just oh that's day. a good one i like that I saw it on tiktok is <laughs> this but yeah. anyway yeah, so then we started 820 Market. So check, now we have a business for snacks. And then I'm like, God, oh, I'm so sick of making these smoothies. Like, I want someone else to make them for me. I want it every day, but I want someone else to make it. So then we started a smoothie bar in Charleston. And so um, we checked that off. And that I, my partner is my fiance. And then this other girl who works with us, she's awesome. Her name's Casey. And we're planning to franchise that, but we, that has been a process in and of itself. So we check off someone to make our smoothies for us. But then I'm like, damn, what am I going to eat for dinner? So then we started a food truck in Charleston. And it's, a plant, it's, a, it's not plant-based anymore. It's pescatarian. It's like a pescatarian, mostly plant-based food truck. And it's so good. When you guys come to Charleston. Yes, we've never been I've actually there. never been. You guys can come so and you're going to freak out at the food scene. I, it's such I a I just want to go to the smoothie bar and the yes. food truck. And go visit you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you want to see the water. And you want to go on Shim Creek. And you go on once except You'll love it. And so then we started the food truck and now we have dinner and then I'm like, okay, well, what do I, I want alcohol, like, but alcohol triggers my eczema, um, especially anything in a can can like trigger your eczema because it's most, most anything in a can is lined with something called Velcrin unless it's been tunnel pasteurized. And Wait, so, I didn't even know. I didn't know any of this because I get, I sometimes eczema on my I had it. I mean, yeah. Oh, well, I'll teach you. I'll yeah. tell you this. And so we've been working on this since 2018, like an organic can spritzer. Low alcohol, 6% alcohol, wine, organic juice, some monk fruit, some real cane sugar too. Um, and it launches in May. So stay tuned for that. Oh That's what God. this is. That's so exciting. It's yeah. called Tipsy Spritzers. But this is what triggered us wanting to start Tipsy Spritzers. My friend actually came up, my business partner came up with the idea. And she is such a like, boss bitch. She's awesome. But we were on the boat and we were drinking White Claws. And my eczema just flared up i'm gonna show you guys a picture of what my eczema know, used to look like it was insane it was all over my arm so was it like immediately after you drink it or how long is it how long after you drink it does it happen um it so you know eczema starts small and then grows yeah so if you have it, it just kept growing and growing and growing but it would start itching and flaring up whenever i would have something that triggered it and so after i would drink you know spin drift anything in a can mm -hmm. it would flare up it was nuts wow so we started looking into it and we started calling co-packers because we wanted to develop a, an alcohol that didn't trigger my eczema so we just thought clean ingredients right like we needed to be clean ingredients but that didn't make sense because spindrift is the cleanest mm. ingredients you can get but it would still trigger my eczema and so i am um, oh look at that that's the eczema that's oh, what my wow. eczema looked like wow. that's crazy i know nuts 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to post that when we launch Tipsy Spritzers. That's a good, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> That's a good one. So yeah. I, um, we called these co-packers and they were like, hey, you can make an organic spritzer, but it's not going to be fully organic because you have to line the can with Velcroin. I'm like, well, what's Velcroin? I've never seen that on an ingredient label. And they say, yeah, because you don't have to put it on an ingredient label. But what you do is you get the can and then you have to wear, not us, but like the co-packer people put on a hazmat suit and they start spraying and or not spraying however they line the can with this velcro product and then they pour the the alcohol or the water into the can and they close the can and they let it sit for 24 hours and apparently the velcro dissipates within 24 hours i'm like okay it's in an enclosed can where does it go like how does it dissipate Mm -hmm. and so they were like the only way that you can have a can's alcohol and not line it with velcro or add other preservatives is by tunnel pasteurizing it. So then we had to find a co-packer that did the tunnel pasteurization. That took forever to find, but then we found one and they, the same co-packer produces some other drinks like Recess CBD, which is so cute branding. I've seen it, I haven't had it. And it never flared up my eczema. Recess never Whoa. triggered it. Yeah, That's so I'm crazy. like, it has to have been I, that. Okay, because we were in Mexico, I don't, I don't know, I never knew what, I mean, maybe it's not even related to that, but it's only when I'm out of town. I don't really drink cans and I hear so maybe it has to do with that. I mean, I don't know. I just drink, yeah. I drink a can sparkling water in Mexico, but I don't. I had several. It could be anything things. you did, but it does happen to you like randomly. It does happen to you. Yeah, that's something that's triggering. Yeah, it, but. so many things can trigger it too. That's crazy, but I love. So, how long have you guys had the eighty twenty? market we launched it this march and that's me and naomi who was telling about oh yeah Yeah, so we have that business together and um so you guys have like a warehouse has all this stuff in it or how do you No, she has so where she does the bay there's like a little room upstairs that we just like go in there and stewart does stewart my assistant does the fulfillment because it's not big i mean we maybe do like 80 to 100 dollars a day in sales like we're we don't do anything yet the goal of 80 20 is to once, once like we sell blender bombs in five to seven years, then I'll take on eighty twenty full time. But you guys are gonna love the cookies and the brownies when I send them to so you. Good. So anyone who wants cookies and brownies, hit up eighty x. It's eighty x twenty. Okay. We were on the website. I think it has all your brands mm-hmm. listed, which I love. I was like, oh, I didn't, I just knew the blender bombs, and then I was like, wow, she's blender bombs is the only one that actually makes money. <laughs> but still, to have all these other things going. I mean, yeah. yeah, we have a lot of things that we do, like our podcast, but. There's only there's one that makes the most you know that it's yeah. the most lucrative, but yeah. it's always it's good to have a long term game because yeah. the long term goal is I think in like three to five years I want to film a documentary where I gain thirty to forty pounds and show people like how to gain weight the standard American diet basically, and then show people how to lose it with like the eight twenty mostly plant based lifestyle. Oh, that'd be really good. Yeah, I, I you want to like, do it with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've already gained twenty Wasn't pounds. Wasn't there a show that somebody like? They want McDonald's. us. McDonald's. No, but there was someone that approached us and they want. Yes. we were doing personal training. I just remember this right it was, now. I just remember this too. It was kind of like you were saying about the shark tape. Well, he did do it, but there was a TV show they were going to make. And I think a few, I don't know if it went anywhere, but they had approached us where you have to do all the Skype calls and everything like that yeah. with the producers. No, but you were going to have to gain weight and you'd have to, with your personal trainers, you're going to have to, they were going to give you a client and you were going to have to lose the weight with them. them. But I didn't want to, I didn't oh, want to gain weight. Oh, sign me up. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I would totally do that. But like, what it would be, it'd be easy to gain on the weight. That'd be easy for me. <laughs> I know. I, I could easily lose it though. But I mean, you've done it before. So you, yeah. So you yeah. know exactly what to do. Oh, I'm not But that'd be good inspo. It's a good inspo anyway, as it is right now. I just want to teach people. people that you don't have to do like paleo or keto to lose weight. A, a, a diet. Yeah. Or anything like that. Or any of these crazy, yeah, You keto. just need more fiber. Yeah. I know it's crazy because everyone's always like, "What diet?" They'll message me. Like I post something, you know, like we were just in Mexico. Obviously, I'm in more swimsuits. Not that like 
you don't not that people look bad in clothes, but I think it's more relevant to people. They're like, what do you what do you do for your workouts? What do you what diet do you do? Well, they always want to know also how long I worked out for. I'm like, I mean, the workouts matter a little bit, but it's really yeah, not. it's really what it's you what eat. you're getting toned. Yeah, yeah the, the what your diet. So for the smoothies, that's I forgot to ask you, what's like your go? What's your favorite smoothie? So when like, I first started to get rid of my chocolate cravings, every day for about a year, I would do one banana, a handful of spinach, a tablespoon of peanut butter, the blender bomb water, ice, and some honey. And then, because it was like a sweet smoothie because I had a sweet tooth. Mm -hmm. So I had that every day for like a year, well, five days a week. And then my sweet tooth got less and less. So now I don't have as sweet of a smoothie anymore. I'll do, I've been obsessed with mango smoothies lately. Mm, So I'll do like a ton of mango, the blender bomb, spinach, coconut water, um, and almond butter or bomb butter is what we use. And it's delicious. I love it. So I need to make more smoothies because I... I eat a lot of fruit for breakfast, like mm-hmm. it's all fruit, and then I'll have like a little bit of um, this plant-based protein powder I use. Yeah. The one from, I mean, you've tried it, the one from Food Babe, it's her protein oh, powder. Oh yeah, she's cute. I haven't, I mean, it's only, I was looking for protein, I don't, I didn't do protein powder, but mm-hmm. I mix, I put spirulina in there and yeah. not the. and you work out. Yeah. Right, so. so, but anyway, yeah, I, I do that, but the fruit is, I don't chew very Wait, well. Wait, so what do you do with the, pro- oh, you, okay. I mix it with, I literally I, just have it in a bowl. I don't, I don't. You put the protein powder with the fruit? No, well, yeah, I put the protein. I mix it with water. And, okay, and then you I drop blueberries it. on top. I eat it out of a bowl because I'm weird. But that's very weird. That's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Well, smoothie bowl. It's like a smoothie bowl, but, but not, not really. really a smoothie. <laughs> just mix it. <laughs> no way. Yeah, but I need to make more smoothies. I just like I like that's to eat. So funny. I probably would eat a smoothie out of a bowl still. So you can just yeah, or just do a deconstructed smoothie. Oh, which like is, you were just saying, crumble the blender bomb yeah. on top. I know you need to do that. Yeah, do try because it. Because I don't do the thing is I, I'm missing the thin nuts and see I don't really do yeah. that. I it's a lot of fruit and then it's pretty much try microwaving the blender bomb for eight seconds and then crumbling it over. Mm. And it's like it's so good. I might need to try that as a You're okay. on that TikTok trend like this. nature cereal. Oh yeah. <laughs> well I do like the what's so funny is people were saying that to me because I've been doing I do like the wild the frozen wild blueberries with yes. almond milk. And I eat that like kind of like as a cereal. Sometimes I slice up banana, and people were sending me the name. I'm not really, I don't really get on TikTok that much. If someone was sending it, I know I need to, but someone was sending it to me, like, look, this is like what you always do. I'm like, I mean, it's different because it's coconut water, but it's the same idea. Yeah. And I need to try. Well, I need to add the blender bowl on top. You will, you will. And the drizzle, you'll freak out over the drizzle. That's 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 calling. I'm gonna do it too. Yeah, it's It's calling anyone's name. You're sweet. Yeah, I got me a sweet, sweet tooth. Okay, so like these are a little bit more. These questions a little bit more like business related, but. What do you think is the biggest mistake you made when you started out or just even now? And what did you learn from it? Um, not, gosh, this sounds so lame. It's, this isn't going to help anybody else, like not listening to my fiance. <laughs> so my fiance is eight years older. He's an attorney. He's lived a lot longer than me. And there was a lot of things that he suggested. He's very good at reading people. And I would go against his judgment and just follow my gut, which is normally what I w- would suggest. But now I look back at, all these things that have happened that he could have prevented if I just listened to him or I could have prevented if I just listened mm-hmm. to him, but I was stubborn and didn't want to listen to him. So yeah, I could have listened to my fiance. <laughs> he would be so happy to hear me say that. Um, other things, biggest mistakes would be like I spent, I'd spent too much money at the, on uh, at the beginning on things that wouldn't generate an ROI. And like when you don't have investors, you have to be very careful about what you spend your money on has to give an give you an ROI within like you want it to give you an ROI within like six months, right? So it's when working with influencers, like even if you don't generate an ROI the first one, like you commit to a long term partnership with them, and then after about like six months, it should be generating an ROI for sure. And if not, like you've got to cut that tie, 
or you know i spent money on an app that i wanted to launch and like we never followed through with it because i wasn't ready to do it but i just spent money too soon so when you're bootstrapping a business you've got to be like annoyingly anal about what you spend your money on that's such a good point though i think even with our podcast i mean we record it like on a laptop and i feel like in the beginning i mean it's been a couple like a year or two but we didn't invest in i mean it's not expensive equipment but like the headphones let's say we're so careful kind of like your packaging like you don't need to spend so much money up front when you're starting something just to see just to kind of see if there's anyone who's going to like even listen or anyone who's going to buy the product we did that with our free product too we didn't our first i mean we didn't spend a ton of money like our waffles were like in these like white almost like a gift box i think we found they fit the waffles perfectly but like it to the normal person it looked like a, a box made for the waffles but to us we found like all these ways to kind of not cut corners but to save money cut corners too yeah. because like you don't need to spend you know a hundred dollars even when they start a blog they want to spend so much money on their blog and i'm like you don't need like they're always so worried about when to start i'm like just start it like don't yeah. worry about don't worry about making it look perfect like like you're saying like the packaging or anything like that make it so it's like okay it's a little attractive but yeah it doesn't it says what it needs to say but it doesn't need to be like millions of dollars on your first try right so much is going to evolve totally and you don't want to be in the hole yeah it's not lessons learned yeah it's not worth it well what's something that you wish you'd have known i don't think well it's kind of similar to the other question but what's something you wish you'd have known before you started i wish i had known what a co-packer was (laughs) (laughs) that way i just like when i heard your story i'm like damn i wish they had a (laughs) co-packer about the waffles yeah because they just a co-packer they buy they do all the or ingredient ordering they do the manufacturing and yes it, it marks it up like 30 percent or whatever but that's you end up having to hire less people because they do all that it's basically just another employee that you're paying right and um you know it increases the cost of everything 30 percent, which is a lot but the headache that they take away is incredible mm-hmm. so yeah if you want to get a good product we had such a hard time because the margins like our cost of ingredients is so high and our product was already expensive, and it was yeah, yeah it was like really if we were to relaunch, I mean, we'd have to do different ingredients. It was it was just like we weren't thinking that it was gonna take off. Dude, like that. coconut. You guys use coconut flour. Yeah. We had the biggest issue with coconut this year because of the supply chain. Yeah, it's crazy. All these things that go into like we would get these twenty-five pound bags at like boxes of them. They'd be shipped to our house. From Bob's Red Mill. I mean, we'd go to the kitchen, to, but it was we like, would ha- oh yeah, God, the oh, bags, the headache, yeah, it's a lot. That's what I was saying. It's a lot that goes into like I was saying earlier into you a had product to make a decision. Yeah, like, um, like get rid of. Well, we eventually, yeah, we had to part ways with it. It was like our choice, but we just couldn't do both. The blog uh-huh. was taking off a weight. A product, a food product, takes a long time for it to be. Well, I guess yeah, long. Yours, 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 yours did great, but like ours no, did no. great, but like <laughs> we, I just knew the lot. It was such a long road ahead of us that i think if i didn't have the blog obviously i would have gone you know that would have been my choice and that's what i would have done so but i think you made the right decision for y'all yeah for sure everyone's different but yeah what do you i mean what is like a struggle that we have like how how do you balance i know you said your fiance you guys work together how do you guys balance like work life versus personal life or like date life or whatever i don't really i <laughs> i work with my best friends you know <laughs> yeah. like i I have turned work into friendships. Like right now, like we formed a friendship over something work related. And so every day I get to talk to some of my best friends because we're catching up on work things. But then we'll also talk, it's like, you know, 80% of what we talk about is work and 20% is like life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm on the phone with Madeline today and we're talking about our friend group for a few minutes, but then we talk about work for most of it. And, you know, I work with my fiance and honestly, 80% of Scott and I's conversations are about work, but it's our baby. Yeah. No, it's not. 
it's stressful, but it's not like we don't resent our job. Like we love talking about but it. But it's also like teamwork. It's yes. like a relationship is teamwork. And I think you, you learn how we so much about each other and building it is like a child. So building all that. When you guys have kids or if you're going to, then yeah. you're or even like a dog or whatever, it's it's the same kind of things like raising and kind of developing someone. It, I I just I don't really separate it. I always talk about work. We had that's something that we that's, struggle, we with, struggle a with a lot. But the thing is, like, we're not going to move. With, I mean, we're not but a couple. It's not a struggle. You know, we're ingrained to think that that's an issue. Yeah, and like that is who, true. who's who's right to, is to say that that's an issue. Like, if I want to do that, that's what I'm going to do. You yeah. don't have to be involved. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I agree 100. I just, I feel like that's you know her. And I, just I struggle for me like when I I think when I start. I mean, I am dating, but like when I if I meet somebody, it's gonna struggle my other relationships because I feel like it's hard when they're not in my world because I just want to work. I want to work 24 seven. I know. And that's just like someone else isn't gonna get. They're like, well, I turn work. Off. I mean, they get it to some degree, but then they're like, okay, yeah, most people turn work off, and I'm just like, I just go for you every day, seven days a week. Yeah, and I mean, job. and it's kind of hard. I mean. Even if they don't, even if, I think the only thing is they're going to relate to is that they have their own their own company. Or right. you get someone who's totally happy to be a stay at home dad. That's all. That's and then you could be sugar mama and working so hard. I would, I love would be. That. I would be. And I I know he could tell me not to work, but you know, oh, I need a sugar. I need God to be a stay at home dad. <laughs> Do you think he ever like would? No, he would never. Well, maybe, maybe he would. If we sold blender bombs one day. Mm-hmm. He would love to be a stay-at-home dad, and then I could just work all the time. That'd be great. He would love that. Yeah. So you, like, I know you said you're not type A. So how do you, do you have, like, a certain way that you prioritize? Like, I know you have people that help. Obviously, you have assistants and stuff. But how do you get, like, do you have, like, a certain system how you get accomplished? I know you said you have, like, a system, like, up, with meetings and stuff. But do you have a way that you organize stuff? or? <laughs> no. Stu- no. Stuart, my assistant, um, she's type A. She's very, she doesn't miss a beat. Like, without her, I would not be here but i feel like a lot of successful people have some money that organize i mean they to where it's like everything's laid out for them like and madeline oh madeline and kayla because they like organize meetings and stuff like that she texts me in the morning she texts me like 10 minutes before i need to do something and i was talking to my friend michael bostic who owns um he's part of the skinny confidential and he's looking for an assistant and i was like michael what do you want in this assistant like if i could bring some people to the table that i have in mind like what do you want from them and he was like i just need someone to text me 10 minutes before I have a meeting and send me the links, everything I need to know, short bio of who I'm meeting with, and then I'm good. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And I need someone who color codes my calendar. Yeah. I'm not that extreme, but... But, I mean, I, I, when you're that, when you have that much going on, I mean, Sam and I just have... I mean, we have a lot going on, but it's not... We don't have employees. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm the one who manages a lot Yeah, and she's basically... On. She's like, she manages everything. <laughs> but it's like, she's also juggling. I'm like another thing. She's not just an assistant, to, you know, to yeah. our business. She's... I mean, people always, like, cannot believe that we don't have an assistant. I'm like, I'm I sure. just... My mom, okay, well, I say my mom, like, if we have somebody, like, errands to run, she'll do it for me. I mean, not, like, groceries, but I get that myself. But she, they, they live 45 minutes away, and she'll help me. If I have something to return, or I need her to go picking up, she'll do it for me. She care? No. Just I mean, I know. offer, but she won't. I mean, I give her, like, if I get a gift card from her, I give it to her. Like, if yeah. we get something, and we give her, like, you know, oh, we get she's so stuff. proud of y'all. Yeah. They, I mean, it's so funny, because I don't know if your parents are the same way, but when we left our corporate job, my dad was, like, I mean, we have a mortgage, obviously. He's, like, what? Like, you're leaving this stable job and become a personal trainer. And I'm like, yeah, I'm miserable. But I would always call my mom. She knew that we were miserable, but my dad didn't know. Like, he knew a little bit, but I didn't call him every day yeah. about it. So he was kind of like, you're making a big mistake type of mindset. Now, like, yeah. And now he's like, okay. No, but, I mean, now he's, they're both super supportive. Yeah. But he, you know, he's like, yeah, ingrained like a guy. He's just like, I like a dad, a father figure. He's like, 
you know, he's concerned, you know, concerned with that I was leaving this, like, you know, what this prized possession is. And then going and saying, that's not really, you are. it's not really, it's not really secure by any means. No. I mean, it is now, but Were it's your not. parents, like, what did your, your family? They've been nothing but supportive the entire time. Like, they've been incredible. I think it's because of my brother. Like, my brother has learned, dis- we talked about this, my brother has learned disabilities, but, like, he's very high functioning. But my whole life, they've been just so supportive and, like, encouraging and like not that I don't do anything wrong if I ever did something hurtful or illegal or wrong like they would obviously correct that real quick and like (laughs) super correct me but they've never been they've never not encouraged what I wanted to do so that's that's made it really easy for me to like take chances and take risks and also it, it correlates into business too like I don't really have fear of failure because I was never scolded for failure yeah, I think that's so important to have a support system and to mm-hmm. have people backing you. Because if you don't, I mean, people, you can obviously do it, but I think it's way harder when you don't have. And obviously, you have your fiance. I have somebody, I have a team member too mm-hmm. that is always like, you know, we always can bounce ideas off each other yeah. with you. And like, it's nice to have. I, I mean, for a while, I'm sure you were doing it like alone. Too. Oh my gosh, I was so, alone for the first year. And that's so hard. It I was can't, so hard. It's scary and it's hard. But, chapstick. Um, I don't know if you have anything. I mean, we want you to share your handles and everything where people can find all your products. But is there anything else you wanted to share? Yeah, this is so random. But, no, but sure. everyone has to get a dog. Because <laughs> I didn't want a dog before. Like, I only got my dog like a year ago or a year and a half ago. And he's changed my life. And he's become the best oh. thing in the whole entire what world. What kind of dog do you have? He's a wire-haired pointing griffin. But he, we rescued him. Um, and... He just makes me exercise a lot. Like he makes me walk a lot. And That's so good. Everyone needs a dog. Yeah, I agree. We, we need were, a bigger we dog. We got like 20, 20, 20, in 2018, 2018, and he gets walked all the time. <laughs> she, you can walk me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> we got her in 2018, and I was really hesitant to get a she dog. She didn't want her, which is why I can't her. live without her. So, but she, what is it? I mean, besides the unconditional love that we, like, are obsessed with. I think... Do you just feel like you always have someone there? Yeah, I talk to him all the time. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. But she's literally, like, I'm sure you're too. What's your, what's your dog's name? Jeff. Jeff. Oh, my gosh. But Jeff and Lucy... I mean, they just, like... Lucy is just, like, this little... I mean, she's... I mean, she's waiting at the door right now to be let out. But she's just, like... She's, like, a human. She's her own personality. She puts herself to sleep. She's, like, oh the God. cutest she thing. She tucks herself in. She will like go up to my room and just like wait for me. Gosh, she's so cute. And she'll like she'll go in her crate and just like lay in there. She's like the best thing. Yeah. But I wanted you to share where you can find like people can find you and all your products, all your yes. baby stuff. So you want to share everything. Blender Bombs is blenderbombs.com and we can do twenty percent off um, with the code double dose. Yay. And that's one time use. So you've got to get it and you have to get the, every, you have to get one of everything. One Order bomb. everything at one time. Yeah. Yeah. So you use it once, one box of bombs, one drizzle, one granola, and the cacao um, peanut butter, the cookie dough bomb bars you have to get. Mm. And then 8020 is 80x20market.com. Again, the cookies and the brownies you got to get. No discount code there, but that's because we need every penny we can get. <laughs> <laughs> then. Tipsy Spritzers launches soon, and if you're in Charleston, go to Hustle Smoothie Bar. We have to go visit Charleston. I know. I want out. Everyone's been telling me to go What's to Charleston. What's the best time of year to go? October. Okay. okay. Yep, because so, I get home in September. Okay, so oh, perfect. Right. We'll be there. So perfect. Perfect. October it is. I don't but have really, any, October is. I don't have any plans, so. Well, we need I would say there. April or, like, October. Okay, but we have to But you won't be there in yeah. April, so we'll go in October. <laughs> October is fabulous. Yeah, we'll have to. Well, I mean, we're definitely going to. And we're going to share all the products. 
we've tried the blender bombs i think when you first came up but we're excited to try all the stuff and we'll be sharing on our stories and um thank you so much yeah. for coming on we're so glad we got to meet you and have you on our i mean i'm so, gonna start a podcast too now no Maybe. you have to we were definitely persuading her to do it you have oh, to so and hard. we have to go visit charleston but thanks again um if you guys don't forget to rate and review us on apple podcasts um, you can also find us on Spotify and our blog, adoubledose.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.